Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. And so I, uh, there's another church wanted me to come and try out as pastor down in the oil field of East Texas. So I went down there and preached on a Sunday. And in 1941. And uh, they, after I'd preached on that Sunday, I was on my way back home traveling after the service back to, to my home. It was over, a little over 100 miles, about 120 miles, I guess. Well, you had to go then. No two-lane roads, no highways, or even four-lane roads. And uh, they'd asked me, you know, if they could vote on me for pastor. And so I said yes, and so I put out this fleece. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan as he talks about how you can be led by the Spirit of God. The Spirit itself, or as the margin says, Himself, beareth witness with our spirits that we are the children of God. Well now, If in this most important aspect of life, the most important thing that can happen to you, becoming a child of God, if that's the way that he lets you know that you are a child of God, his spirit bearing witness with your spirit, then you could understand that that's the first and the foremost way that he'll lead you is number one, by the inward witness. And the inward witness will be above all other witnesses. That's number one. That's the primary way. You don't know that you're a child of God because somebody prophesied to you you're saved. You wouldn't even accept that. You don't know that you're a child of God because somebody else said, I feel like you are. You don't accept that. Amen. You're not a child of God because you had a vision. You might or you might not, but that don't make you a child of God. That's not what the Bible said. That's not the way you know you're a child of God. Isn't that right? How did he say that we know we're children of God? His spirit... God's spirit bears witness with our spirits. Sometimes you can't tell a person how you know, but you just know it right down there on the inside of you. Amen. Isn't that right? You know it. You know it. An inward witness. That is the main way. That is the primary way that he will lead you and guide you is number one, the inward witness. So we're going to talk about how the Lord leads us by the Spirit. Number one, by the inward witness. You will find that being led by an inward witness is number one, as I said. Or it's the primary way that the Lord leads all of his children. Now I could think of a many times in life that I've been led by an inward witness and most always that's the way I'm led oh yes I've had revelations and I've had other way but most of the time the majority of times that's the way I'm led I came to Tulsa by an inward witness 
I remember one time, I'll go back and give one illustration, I'll give one a little bit closer here. I didn't know as much as I know now. Now don't misunderstand me at all, I don't know as much now as I'm going to know. Glory to God. I'd hate to think that I know all that I'd ever know in this life about God and the Holy Ghost and the Bible. It'd be terrible for a fellow to die being as ignorant as I am. <laughs> and you'd just think how terrible it would be for, for you to die being <laughs> 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 Amen. Amen. No, I don't know everything. Do you? I'll say it again. I'll say, well, don't be afraid to tell people I don't know. Because you don't. You don't know everything. Amen. Thank God what we do know. Well, now, I, I want to show you something here about this inward witness. Uh, my wife and I were pastor of a little church in the black land in north central Texas. And so I, uh, there's another church wanted me to come and try out as pastor down in the oil field of east Texas. So I went down there and preached on a Sunday and in 1941. And uh, they, after I'd preached on that Sunday, I was on my way back home traveling after the service back to, to my home. It was over, a little over 100 miles, about 120 miles, I guess, where well, you had to go then. No two-lane roads, no highways, or even four-lane roads. And uh, they'd asked me, you know, if they could vote on me for pastor. And so I said yes, and so I put out this fleece. <laughs> You see, I hadn't been too long. I was born and raised Southern Baptist and started preaching Southern Baptist, got the baptism of the Holy Ghost as a Baptist pastor in 1937 and 19 after receiving the left foot of fellowship from among the Baptists. In 1939, June of 39, I accepted the pastor of this little full gospel church. Now in March of 1941, you see, a couple of years later, this church wanted to consider me. And I'd, I'd got, been around these full gospel people long enough now until a lot of their uh, misconceptions had rubbed off on me. Don't misunderstand me, there's a lot of good things got off on me too. Praise the Lord. But this one was bad. I kept hearing them. I didn't hear that so much among the Baptists, but I kept hearing them talking about putting out a fleece. So I put out a fleece. See, it would I knew better. It saved me a lot of trouble praying. Saved you a lot of trouble getting alone, waiting on God, maybe fasting. Just put out a fleece. Now, Lord, if you want me to do that, well, you do this. Or, Lord, shut that door and open this door. But some of those doors the devil might shut and the devil might open because they're on his territory. Huh. That'd be sort of like praying, now, Lord, if you want me to go to Kansas City next week and preach while you open Brother Hagin's front door. Well, no, I might open that myself. I live over there. <laughs> Anything that you might call on to be done in this world, Satan's the God of this world, the Bible said. So I said, Lord, I'm going to put out a fleece. And see, and I just turned over to you, and I didn't realize that I didn't turn over the Lord. Uh, and uh, if, I, if they elect me 100%, that's my fleece. You see, if I get elected 100%, I'm going to accept that as the will of God, and I'll take that church. I got every vote. They miss God. I miss God. 
They got fleeced and I got fleeced. And I learned not to mess with these fleeces. Amen. So I said, uh, I'll tell you the truth about it. See, I got out of the will of God. I got out of the perfect will of God. God just let me do it if I wanted to. But see, I thought all the time, you see, because this is my fleece. My fleece said do it, you see. I'll tell you, I got down there and got moved into postage and a lot of things was more comfortable from the natural standpoint than what we'd had before. We got more money than we got before. Had a better postage to live in than we had before. It was driving a better automobile than we had lived before. But I'll tell you the truth about it. I'd study and pray and get me a message and oh man, I'm just all on fire. And the minute I'd step inside the church door, it's like somebody poured a bucket of cold water on me. I lost it all. I'm telling you, in 14 months' time, I didn't preach a decent sermon. <laughs> it's a good thing that I had a background of learning to preach from notes, and I had them right there in front of me. No inspiration. My wife was reluctant to say anything. She finally did say, Honey, you've got to where you can make a pretty good talk. <laughs> That's all I was doing, just making talks. I wasn't a preacher. And when that year was up, or 14 months, I'd accepted 14 months, I left. I left there. I didn't wait for some signal to leave. I left. <laughs> now, later on in pastoring, I always wanted to go back there and preach because I wanted them people to know I couldn't preach. Because <laughs> they never heard me. They heard me give a talk. Man, you'd think it was a fella just to... Just, just start to ream a couple of months before. <laughs> well, I went back there to preach. You see, later, hell revival. Man, just preached up a storm. Remember, those people's just mouth fell open, you know, and I, we didn't know you could preach like that. I said, oh yeah, I, I preached like that before I got here. I preached like that after I left here. Well, you didn't preach like that here. I said, no, we was all out of the will of God, me, you, and all of us. I was here out of the will of God. You elected me out of the will of God. Well, I'll learn about that fleece business. I mean, I mean, one time ought to cure a fella. But some folks, bless their hearts, still not cured. They're still putting out fleeces. None of them ever worked for them, really. I got fleeced. Church got fleeced. And you know, I never did miss it anymore. Never. Any church I pastored, I never missed it. Never missed it. And I didn't put out any fleece either. <laughs> I knew what I did. I prayed and waited on God and talked to God long enough till I knew right in here. I just knew it. I might not could tell you how I know it. Maybe an inward witness. Mainly, that's what it was. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life, so visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, the book by Kenneth E. Hagan, How You Can Be Led by the Spirit of God Legacy Edition. How You Can Be Led by the Spirit of God Legacy Edition teaches you how to focus on the Spirit's leading in every area of your life. 
This book is only $14.95, and when you purchase the book, you'll receive a bonus. The book Soaring with the Eagles by Ken Hagen, absolutely free. This is an $8.95 value. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. We're so thankful for everyone that helps us with this program. Yes. And we call them our, our Word Partner Club. That's, That's what right. we call it. That's right. Actually, if you want to know about it, you can go there to rhema.org and slash WPC. And I want to thank all of you because it's because of you that we're able to, to take this program all over the yes. world. We, as we've traveled uh, this this past year, you know, actually past summers, we mm -hmm. travel. And we went overseas. We yes. went to Australia. We went to Norway. Samoa. We went, we to, went Samoa. to Samoa. And all of these they were talking about. But I know there in Australia and Samoa, both of them talked about that uh, because of the time change, yes. that it, it's a day later. Yes. And they have to get up early in the morning sometimes mm -hmm. to get the program. And it's because you and somebody says, well, what's the word partner club? Well, it's somebody that partners with us to pray for us and to also send a, an offering, whatever you can, each month. Some are small, some are medium sized, some are large, but when they all come together, we're able to bring hope, hope help, and, and healing, healing to, to the, the world. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing series, How You Can Be Led by the Spirit of God. That's next time on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.